Hey, Kansas City. You're listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. On this episode, seems like we all have to choose which camp we're in when it comes to socializing in a pandemic. Camp safety with no fun, or camp fun with no safety. If neither of these camps sounds all that great to you, there is a tiny little place called the campground. It's a restaurant and bar with loud music, strong drinks, and a vaccine mandate. In the West Bottoms, after workers leave the old brick offices to go home for the night, after deliveries to and from warehouses come to a halt, a black painted shoebox of a building sits among fire pits, newly planted pine trees, and a pile of chopped wood covered in snow. In the window, dim lights flicker with the seductive smolder of a campfire. Inside, couples huddle close over food and drink. The aesthetic is very northern, outdoorsy, and taxidermy forward. A stuffed raccoon stands behind the bar guarding bottles, and a bartender prepares a house gimlet. The recipe calls for lots of pine aromatics. It makes the air smell like Christmas trees. This restaurant, named the campground, has the vibe of a wooded campsite, if not the dirt underfoot. I wanted to hit all the senses. Christopher Cecil opened the campground with his wife, Kristen Llewellyn, in 2018. The smell, the temperature. I want to feel like people are going to their friend's house and just be able to relax a little bit, you know, let the guard down. Easygoing conviviality is the bread and butter of this place, more than the food, although the burger is tasty, and more than the drink. And I'd put their cocktails up against anyone's. But this is not a space where the pandemic's been forgotten. The campground is the only restaurant in Kansas City, to Christopher's knowledge, where proof of vaccination is still required for all dine-in service. Although a few places that double as entertainment venues, like the ship nearby, require proof of vaccination when bigger crowds pile in for shows. Masks are required for anyone who's up and about indoors at the campground, a rule that's been in place here throughout the pandemic. It was a rule before Kansas City had a municipal mask mandate, and it stuck around much longer. The campground even shut itself down for a weekend voluntarily during the winter holidays. No one in that in that instance, was positive for COVID. We just all kind of had a sniffle or, you know, like me with a sore throat. We decided to close and and all get tested. And they were totally forthcoming about the situation on social media. It's just being honest, you know, it's just, it's not that hard. It really isn't. And um, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. I mean, it's, it's so rampant. As Kansas City trudges into a third calendar year of this COVID-19 pandemic, Deciding how to handle public activities feels like a multiple-choice test with no good options. A. Total caution. Or B. Total disregard. The former can feel punishing in its monotony and solitude, and the latter just kind of reckless. The stark divide is a self-fulfilling truism. If going out means abandoning both personal caution and care for others, Those who can't or won't ignore the risk are left without a lot of options. At the campground, Christopher attempts to carve out a third choice. We'll call it choice C. Fun, with informed precautions, 
for the enjoyment and relaxations of the cautious crowd, which includes himself. Prior to opening the campground, Christopher's resume wasn't in food or hospitality. I was an EMT um, in Chicago. And then, yeah, I, I've been an ER nurse at, at Research Medical Center. He worked in healthcare. And at the beginning of the pandemic, his training compelled him to find a way to be useful during a public health crisis of historic proportions. I tried to put myself out there to be a travel nurse, but nobody would touch me because I was, I was out of it for, you know, for two years. And, and um, I just felt like, well, we felt like here that if we can't be at the bedside, then this is our decision to make this place really safe and to take this seriously. The campground was one of the first Kansas City restaurants to turn itself inside out, transforming the dining room into a staging area for staff, first for takeout and then eventually for a parking lot filled with tables and chairs, a move that enabled the restaurant to double its capacity. Christopher also plopped down a shipping container on the property as an outdoor bar. He loves what it's done for his business, and now he wants to make every inch of that parcel of land into something more like an actual campground, even beyond the pandemic. Turns out, camping is a decent model for having ridiculous fun while fully honoring the cruel whims of nature. You can't not have a good time when you're camping. It could be really buggy, it could be really hot, it could be really cold, it could rain. You know, you can't get a fire started, but, but that's just it. You know, you, you embrace the moment, you, you laugh, you have fun, you know, maybe you cry, but it's, uh, it's one of those experiences that you'll never really forget. The fusion of restaurant name and pandemic business ethos is mostly unintentional. It was originally inspired by petty theft. On a camping trip in Weston, Christopher and his wife, back then his girlfriend, found a sign directing folks to the campground. It had been knocked down and vandalized with spray paint. It was kind of beaten up in the grass, and so took it. Probably shouldn't have, but... uh... Back at home, they had this 11 by 16 foot shed in their backyard. When they started inviting people to that shed for cocktail parties, they hung the sign over the door. People to say, you know, we're going to the campground. At the restaurant that now carries the same name, strangers sit by fire pits in a converted parking lot, drinking beers with their friends. They were still out there pretty recently, too, when highs were in the 40s. Some might have said it was too cold, but... We're in the Midwest, you know, if you can't be outside when it's 50 degrees or, or, or 40 degrees, then I don't know. There are times when it's too cold for outdoor service, even by campground standards. This past week, for example, the patio had patches of ice. Temperatures stuck in the single digits after sundown. The wind chill was below zero. Opening the indoor dining room at times like these is necessary. We didn't really have a choice. I mean, we couldn't keep taking hit after hit. No place can survive on carry out only. This is where the self-imposed COVID restrictions come into play. People are, are delighted, you know, to show their vaccination card. You know, whether it's on the phone or, you know, a hard copy, they're, I mean, they're, they're honored to show it. It's, it's just like, yeah, sure. If this is what I have to do to have a good time, why not? Let's, you know, let's go. The restaurant has gotten pushback for these rules, of course, mostly on social media. We get called Nazis on, 
on, on social media and whatnot. And honestly, it just makes me, it makes me giggle because it's just, you don't know what you're talking about. When that happens, Christopher says his customers rally behind him. It's pretty cool uh, and pretty humbling, you know, to have that kind of uh, community here. Like Christopher, I'm in the cautious crowd. My outdoor socializing these last years has turned me from cold weather wimp to like a badass. I'll sit outside till my ears freeze if I can talk other people into it. Side note, really good coat helps. Also layers. But this past Thursday, I did something I haven't done since the pandemic started. I had a drink at an indoor bar. The campground. At the host stand, I showed my vaccination card with the eagerness of a 21-year-old getting carded. Inside this happy little snow globe, a friendly bartender made me the famous house gimlet a beautiful pink drink served in a dainty glass. I couldn't help sniffing it delightedly between sips just for aromatherapy as music emerged from a record player behind the bar. As soon as I finished my drink, I put my mask back on, and I didn't feel self-conscious about it. I knew I was in a place where that gesture would be met not with hostility or offense, but gratitude. And gratitude is what I felt, too as I headed home, recharged by this all-too-rare outing in Kansas City. That's it. Thanks for listening to Real Humans. This podcast is produced by Mackenzie Martin with music from Blue Dot Sessions. It's based on a column I write for kcur.org. The column is edited by Gabe Rosenberg, and it has photos by Carlos Moreno. They are great, and I highly recommend checking them out. kcur.org. I'm Gina Kaufman. Try to have fun out there, but don't forget your gloves or your scarf or your hat.